Welcome to Oklahoma Music Legends Podcast. I'm your host, Tommy Henshaw. Friends, I'm so excited to begin sharing this Oklahoma music maker's story. He's been called the mayor of Tulsa music. Friends, this is Leon Russell, the master of space and time, the early years. Stand by for the story. This is the first of several episodes we will be doing along our way on Oklahoman Leon Russell. There was just no way we could do Leon's memory justice and share his story in one 10-minute or less episode. So we hope you will enjoy this episode, Leon, The Early Years. Born Claude Russell Bridges on April 2, 1942, In Lawton, Oklahoma, Russell, as he was called then, was born with a birth injury, leaving him partially paralyzed along his left side. The family home in Lawton had a piano, which Russell began playing around the age of four. The family first thought playing at the piano could only help Russell gain strength along his left side. An article in The Voice, Steve Todorov wrote, Russell's mother Hester had told him the first song he learned to play was the hymn, Trust and Obey, which he picked out by ear. Russell's mother arranged piano lessons for her young son. The family moved to their new home on North Marion Street in Tulsa, Oklahoma, where Russell Bridges attended Grover Cleveland Junior High and later Will Rogers High School, class of 59. From the book, Oklahoma Guide to 45 RPM Records and Bands, Johnny Williams said the summer before he began seventh grade at Cleveland, his parents got him a saxophone. He took a music class to learn how to play and joined the school band. The following year, he ran into a classmate who, too, was interested in music. His name, Russell Bridges. Johnny said that Russell was an accomplished classical pianist for his age, and together they began looking for others who were interested in playing the new rock and roll music they were listening to on Tulsa Radio. Soon their small, no-name band of classmates included a guitar player and vocalist, David Gates. Yes, that David Gates, who was in the ninth grade at Cleveland Junior High. This trio of young musicians began playing lunch hour hops at Cleveland and a few small dances and parties. The following year, this trio, along with addition of Gerald Goodwin on stand-up bass and David Rutherford on drums developed into one of the most popular bands in Tulsa and began calling themselves the Starlighters. After ninth grade at Cleveland, Russell entered Will Rogers High School. Attending Will Rogers High School along with Russell were a few other notable young musically talented students whose names you might recognize. The aforementioned David Gates, John Cale, a.k.a. J.J. Cale, along with Russell, were Rogers' class of 59, and another name you may remember, Anita Bryant. Of note, while not in the classroom with any of the above students, another younger but talented Will Rogers High School class of 63 alum is Gaylard Sartain, otherwise known as G. Alard S. Sartain. Well, that's what we called him around here. Who, besides being a talented actor, was also an illustrator and did the cover of Leon Russell's Will of the Wisp album cover. Now, there's you a Leon Russell trivia question. By the way, I attended Will Rogers High School, class of 70, as did my three younger brothers behind me. I'm sure you don't mind if I insert some Rogers Roper pride here. Johnny Williams said in an article during their 11th grade at Rogers, 
the band began playing some of the clubs around town, Homer's Dance Land, the Sheridan Club, and, and Griff's Supper Club. He said during this time, other young musicians would sit in with the band at different times. Chuck Blackwell on drums, Leo Feathers on guitar, and a kid down the block from his house, Johnny Kale, again, J.J. Kale, Jack Dunham, and Jimmy Markham. Jack Dunham and Jimmy Markham would come in and do vocals. By the way, Chuck Blackwell and Leo Feathers would later become standout musicians and members of the Leon Russell Band. During the time Russell and the others were in high school, there were no age limits on who or what age anyone could come in and play in any Tulsa local nightclub. Oklahoma was a desert dry state, and the liquor laws were very tight. While there was no liquor by the drink, occasionally you could find places that you could get liquor by the wink. So talented musicians like Russell were free to play and hone their skills in clubs at night, while, yes, still having to attend school during the day. And yes, there are stories of Russell and the boys being caught taking naps in English class. The AM rock and roll powerhouse in Tulsa at the time was radio station KAKC. KAKC would have battles of the bands where every band in the Tulsa area who could play a lick would come out and try to compete. But they had to go through the Starlighters to even have a chance to win. While in high school, Russell would sit in and play the piano with several other local bands, the Del Rays, Jumpin' Jack Dunham, the Upsetters, and the Accents. But the band Russell was most associated with during his school days in junior high and in high school was the Starlighters, whose members consisted of Russell, Gates, Leo Feathers, Chuck Blackwell, Jack Dunham, Jimmy Jr. Markham, and Johnny Williams. This group was instrumental in helping to create the unique cocktail mix of early rock and roll, western swing, gospel, and rhythm and blues, which is known now as the Tulsa Sound. Some years later, Leo Feathers laughed when telling this particular story. He said some people, back in the day, tried to convince Russell not to pursue singing in the Starlighters band, saying because his voice was too nasal, Russell would never make it as a singer. Insert your own remark here. By Russell and Johnny's senior year, the Starlighters band exploded and began working all throughout the Midwest. Yes, they still had to show up for class. After graduation, Russell was free of school and looking down the road. An opportunity came up for him and his band in the name of the killer, Jerry Lee Lewis. Fresh off the public lambasting, Jerry Lee received after the news had leaked out that Jerry Lee had married his much younger second cousin, caused Jerry Lee's popularity and big venue concert dates to dry up. He found he could only get booked into playing smaller, less-paying venues. So Jerry Lee couldn't afford the cost of traveling with a full band, and he needed players for his Tulsa concert. According to the recent Leon Russell lecture given by Steve Tartaroff, which my brother Tony and I attended, someone suggested Russell and the Starlighters to back up Jerry Lee Lewis for his Tulsa show. The show in Tulsa, with the boys backing up Jerry Lee, was a success. After the show in Tulsa, Jerry Lee, so impressed by these youthful musicians, he signed Russell and the Starlighters to travel with him on his Midwest tour. Throughout the next couple months, the group toured with Jerry Lee throughout Kansas, Nebraska, and Wyoming. It was reported touring with Jerry Lee could be difficult sometimes, playing in the small venues where the crowd was 
rough, bad weather made the travel conditions hazardous, and sometimes, well, not getting paid by Jerry Lee was a problem. The tour was abruptly halted when Jerry Lee was struck down by illness. But the hardships of the Lewis tour did not deter Russell from his pursuit of the music. Rather, the opportunity to travel with Jerry Lee only seemed to embolden Russell. In 1959, Russell, along with drummer Chuck Blackwell, loaded up the car and headed out to Los Angeles to seek their fame and fortune. They met up with a friend and former bandmate, David Gates, and started a new band. Fellow Oklahoman Tommy Alsop had moved out to California much earlier, established himself, and was a very successful A&R man for Mercury Records. Tommy Alsop was also a very accomplished session guitar player. Tommy got the young Oklahoma group their first paying gig in L.A. They were playing the Palomino Club on weekends. Later, Tommy Alsop would play a big part in Leon's story. Shortly, Claude Russell Bridges would be immediately recognized by his stage name, Leon Russell. We will take up how Russell Bridges became to be known as Leon Russell and continue his story in an upcoming episode. You have been listening to Leon Russell, Chapter 1, The Early Years. Please share these episodes with your friends. Our podcast can be found by searching iTunes, Buzzsprout, Stitcher, Google Music Play, and on our website, OklahomaMusicLegends.com simply by clicking on the podcast tab. Like us on our Oklahoma Music Legends Facebook page. If you haven't already, hey, check out some of our earlier episodes. For Oklahoma Music Legends, I'm your host, Tommy Henshaw. Hey, thanks for listening.